TheItSpot.com. If you guys are really us, what number are we thinking of? One. 69, dudes! <gasps> Look what we made! I'm the clever one, or the potato one. No, I'm not drunk, madam, but you give me an idea of very bad habit. You're listening to Arrow My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Very fucking itchy. If it's echoing, just tell me and I'll reposition myself. You were kind of distant for a second, but that's it. I'm always kind of distant. Okay, so. I'm pressing buttons. I hate when you start that way. What do you mean? In the history of all of our episodes, we've never started that way. But for you now, after our long hiatus... You don't feel like we're started until we say that. Sometimes we didn't ever say it, and sometimes we wouldn't say it until 15 or 20 minutes into the show. So it throws me every time you... We could always start the show from when I say it. I just feel it's really unnatural to start with that. Don't you? No. I think most people would disagree with you, actually. Okay, we'll put that out to the fucking twits and the tweets and the what whatever the every every other podcast I think I listen to starts off with the people introduce them. So anyway, I don't give a fuck. I um, don't think we ever have. That's all I'm saying. I'm talking about us. I'm not talking about everybody else. I'm not comparing us to anyone else. We don't compare. I mean, nothing compares to us. There are two different ways of saying that. One's an insult and one's a compliment. I didn't take it as a compliment. (laughs) I know. Anyway, I'm just saying I don't believe in the history of the show we've ever just kicked off with I'm Preston Buttons, I'm the word whore. So it makes me uncomfortable when you do that. It makes me feel like you're rushing me. I think we both, like the preamp, need a chance to warm up. That's all. So... Anything happened lately? Yeah, stuff happened. Stuff happened. Stuff definitely happened. I wish I could say it's good stuff. I'm going through, you ever have one of those phases where everything's just breaking around you and it's just like one thing, <laughs> one yes, thing. Yes, it's at- called adulthood. No, I know. It's your whole life. But I'm saying a period of time where it's just to the point of ridiculousness. I mean, everything, everything is just breaking around me. The toilet in my master bathroom is broken. It was just running and running and running and wouldn't stop. So I, of course, stupidly tried to fix it, which meant I took the back off the thing, tank, right? Right. And yanked at the ball cock, which is, you know, usually the fix. You know, you pull the ball cock up. Yes. And then you let it down gently and it stops running, but it wouldn't. So I got aggressive, too aggressive, and I broke the stupid chain thingy. So now it's broken totally. Pulling too hard on the ball cock. I was aggressive with the ball cock. I'm not an idiot. I know how to stop a toilet from running. I know what to do. And I did it, and it didn't work. And then I got mad, and I you yanked. kept pulling it up and down a I bunch yanked. of times. No, I just I just yanked too hard, and then the the chain on the other thingy, which doesn't have a sexual name, I don't even know. You know that de- like dangly. I guess it's the sort bottom of like, plug. It's sort of like a belly button chain, but. It goes from the ball cock over to the something else. Toilet jewelry, sort of. Guess it's sexy in terms of toilet. That's the thing that I broke. So now it won't do anything. Now the ball cock's irrelevant because there's no flushing mechanism attached to the doohickey. You know? Woe is you. Come on. (laughs) I know. 
first world problems. Come on, a toilet is not exactly a luxury item in this day and age, I'd like to think. If you're saying, oh, you and your fancy toilet, you and your fancy indoor plumbing, how dare I complain? Where I come from, we call it a water closet, and only a few families have one. I thought you were back before that even. I thought you were more commode days. You know, like the little wooden crate with the porcelain seat on top. Is that what a commode is? I don't know. I think so. I, 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 I'm not up on my history of toilets. Neither am I. My history of toilets comes from movies and and the Tudors. So, I don't know. <laughs> there was... <clears throat> I'm just saying you're making it sound like I'm all fancy because I'm upset that my toilet's broken. You know how often I have to pee. This is not a small thing. Uh, there was uh, back, back when I was in like early high school, if, if even high school, I uh, played in a band with my brother. And I can't remember what the deal was, but there was something that the local cable channel was doing where we went in and recorded four songs live in their studio, which I would love to get copies of this. I don't know where I would look. It was um, when they played them, you know, one o'clock in the morning on Saturday night. uh, We were watching and another friend's band had also done the same thing. And for some reason, they decided to have a battle of the bands. You'd call in and vote for which band you like better. So, of course, all our respective friends were watching. And so we started battling out against each other, all calling from the same house. But the other thing that they were playing to fill in the time, because they weren't just playing these videos back to back. They are using them as almost like commercial breaks for a documentary on the history of toilets. Okay, I want to see that. Find it, find it. It is your mission to find it. Not that I'm all that interested in toilets. It's just now I feel like I know. Oh, it's a good documentary. It was interesting. I actually find the whole the whole history of the the shit diagnosis way more interesting than I don't you know, the the kings their army of doctors picking through their poop in the morning to see what was wrong with them. I think that is much more fascinating than the history of toilets. What movies are you watching? Well, off the top of my head, I can't think specifically, but I'm not talking about only movies. I'm talking about history. <laughs> oh, because I was like thinking, a, what, what kind of hat movie have I no, seen where someone's been looking through shit? This is actual medical history. Like the the madness of King George, for example, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. His doctors pick through his poop every morning to see what's changed. Like that is the be all and end all of diagnosing what's wrong with him. But that's just one example. That's not an isolated. It really was how doctors did shit. Literally. I know you watch enough historical shit to know what I'm saying. Yes? Yes. Okay, so stop pretending you don't. Anyway, that's the end of that story, and now I'm going to read a story. I have the mailbag, by the way, because Buttons mailed it to me. He FedExed it to me because he's too lazy to rummage in it. Um, before we go on to that, this will be released far too late, but, but, uh, Monster Voodoo Machine, Dreamy Dean's old band is playing a 20th uh, reunion this Friday. Shut up. At Sneaky D's. And you're saying, fuck off at Sneaky D's? Yeah. <gasps> I don't I think I've been to, there in 20 years. I used to spend every fucking Sunday morning there. Okay, but wait a second. You're so you're saying you can't release this episode in time for that announcement to be relevant or timely? Yeah. So then you need to rephrase it as Jamie Dean's band played at Sneaky D's on twenty eighth of November. You can totally release this before that. Come on. Mm. 
Probably not. What happened to the good old days when we used to stay up all night editing together and releasing the episode together and being all giddy about it? Like, look, we it's on the internet. <laughs> look what we made. The, <laughs> the good old days <laughs> of what? 2005 for a month? Yeah. What do you think I mean by the good old days? <laughs> what do you refer to as the good old days? I don't. Outdoor plumbing? <laughs> but um, bum. King's Crown nachos. I, you know, I only ate at Sneakies a few times and never was it a pleasant thing. I but don't that, understand. But- I know plenty of people who love the place and well that's the thing you you have to understand i lived a block away from the place king's crown nachos became it was an absolute irrefutable mission i can see their food being all right at three o'clock in the morning if you're hammered that was the deal maybe that's yeah maybe i just never ate there if we couldn't get ada's falafels coming out of lee's palace it was King's Crown nachos at Sneaky D's. But I never ate them by daylight, and I never ate them sober. And I, I'm sure if I saw them by daylight and sober, I'd be horrified. And Yeah. Anyway, we're going to read a story, and I'm pulling it out of the mailbag now. Or did I already? You already did. Okay. And I'm looking at it here, and it's like okay. three times our word count. And you can't be your regular nitpicky assholishness either, because we've got super serious sensitivity issues on this one. I don't know if we should even try it. I don't know what you're talking about. I'll tell you that in a second. The following is a sci-fi short story written by my daughter. For a sophomore English class. I punched it up a bit with TTN and AOMS references. Let me know if it's too long and I'll shorten it. From Scott at TTN. I love it. So, so what, he's stolen he his... Stole, he stole his daughter's work assignment from her school class. You know I put all those words in the wrong order, but you know what I mean. And then he just randomly inserted TTN and Air Out My Shorts references into it and sent it to us. I love it. I so, punched it up a bit. Like, oh, it's not, uh, right. it's not snappy enough. Um, <laughs> right. My daughter oh, needs a little okay. more zest in her writing. No, that's not what he means at all. He just means... He thinks it's totally fine to plagiarize her. And my issue is she's his daughter. So it's not like we can rip on the story like we normally would. I'm super uncomfortable. That's what I meant. No, I'm not. I am. It's his daughter's story. I don't want to break it. I don't want to. He submitted it. That's not the point. I don't know what the point is. The point is she wrote it, so I don't... It's okay. Her English is probably better than his. You are so missing my point. I'm saying this was not her sending this story in. Yes. Knowing the show, right? Yes. She doesn't know what she's in for, so I. it's... Uh, I'm not missing the point. I just don't uh, care. I know you're not missing the point. You don't care. You're missing why I care. That's what the issue is. So, but no, to go back for one bleep second, um, the whole sophomore, freshman, whatever the other one is, we, we don't use those in Canada. So I don't even know what, uh, like what age level is sophomore? We those those are it's, very much American designations. Oh shit! I don't know. See, is that senior? Is sophomore that... is is like okay. I think it's it's freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. I think something stupid. I don't know. It's stupid. Whatever it is. Oh, it's not about it being stupid. I'm saying I don't know what that means in terms of how old she is. So that changes how I feel about whether or not it's okay for us to. Uh, she would be. Oh, well, I don't know. Right? I don't know, 15. 
you know he's going to play this for her. That That's what I'm saying. Oh, I'm I just, doubt it. I'm at, <laughs> are you fucking kidding? Of course he will. Look, I put your story on a podcast. Of course he will. It makes me uncomfortable. I'm just saying if she's... I, if sophomore means like she's 11... No, no, she's... Well, I know that she's definitely a teenager because now when this was written, I don't know, but I think that she'll be in university soon or something like she's older. So by the time we actually release the episode, she might be married with three kids or at least a sophomore in university. (laughs) Sure. Okay, then I'm comfortable now. I'm just saying I'm doing my due diligence. You now may sing or whatever. Because I have to pee. I'll be back. I'm shocked you're not asking where I'm peeing because I just told you my toilet is broken. My assumption wasn't that you just threw it out the window or anything and we're peeing on the floor. (laughs) (sighs) I'm just going to sit here and pretend to type. Hi, I'm back. Are you here? Yes, I'm here. Better get going since this is a uh, long one, extremely long one. I read the preamble already, so go, jump in. This is Archaeological Artifact 36SO5632 by Scott from TTN's daughter, as punched up by Scott from TTN, because it didn't pass in a muster. We had 16 hours, 16 hours until it began, 16 hours until the beginning of the end. We didn't know it yet, but soon enough, the world would be in panic. 3.56 p.m. Do I read now? I thought I would just read the time slot. <laughs> <laughs> no. The doorbell rang while I was mid-sentence at the end of the third chapter. Darcy called well? The tall man asked. I nodded. His uniform, which looked originally to be blue, was now almost all gray. I'm the cable guy. He held his weathered I can hand. Hear your, I can hear your toilet running in the back. Oh, I know, and it's it's the working one. That's the problem. <laughs> it's loud. Oh, no, it stopped. No, it hasn't, oh, it hasn't stopped. I can still hear it. I didn't have time to jiggle the handle. He held his weathered hand out for me to shake. Come in. The TV is in here. I led him to the living room. I guess I'm just doing all the dialogue. <laughs> I don't know. I thought I thought we were... It's hard to tell who's who. So this should take about 15 minutes, and then you should be set, he said while setting down his equipment. Thank you. I haven't had cable for a few months now. I stood behind him as he attempted to bring the cable back to life. He turned his head to face me, but he kept his hands busy. A few months... I just got the service request yesterday. <laughs> well, that's typical. Well, I never bothered to get it fixed because the news stories were always so depressing and I got wrapped up in writing my new book, which I need to finish, so I'll leave you to it. Yes, ma'am, he said while continuing to work. It would have been nice if we'd known which characters were male and female so we could have assigned them... According. Well, we flipped anyway, so it doesn't matter. That's what I'm saying. You're just saying what I'm saying in different words. I walked to my office and reread the last three pages I had written. I wanted to delete it all, wipe it from existence. Although I had aspirations of becoming a writer, I had never aspired to become a science fiction novelist. But in my sophomore year of high school, a short story I had written, as an English assignment no less, received some attention. This eventually led me to my first publisher and the start of my career in science fiction. Did I have regrets? Yes. 
My thoughts were suddenly broken by the startling sound of the TV, a sound I hadn't heard in almost four months. I continued to work. Unannounced and uninvited, the cable guy stormed into my office. You need to see this, he said in a hushed tone. Oh, I didn't say that in a hushed tone. Hold on. You need to see this. He was visibly shaken, and his forehead was covered in perspiration. An unexplained tension filled the room. Did he beat off? Hey, see, that's the kind of stuff you can't say because it's Scott's daughter, damn you. I don't think you understood all of my preamble and warning stuff. I can still hear my toilet running. I have to go wiggle Mm -hmm. the handle. Can you please hold on? Can you tell me that I left off at where did <laughs> he stared right through? I don't know where I left off. Hold on. You need to see this. He repeated. <sighs> she does live outside. It's actually one of those ones that's near the ceiling. She has to pull on the chain. Here I'm. I'm I'm gonna have to stop. I'm gonna have to start peeing in the fucking bathtub. (laughs) This is no. This is like this is my backup toilet. Oh, backup toilet's not a good phrase. That's not what I meant. I meant this. This is my guest bathroom toilet that is now running and won't stop. Uh, so I'll start. Um, I finished that last line in that thing. Well, good for you. (laughs) It was. Like four words. I followed him back into the living room. The TV was turned to a news channel, and the woman delivering the news seemed as rattled as... where the fuck? Where are you? You read, an unexplained tension filled the room. What is it? And then I read, he stared right through me. You need to see this. Okay, that... Okay, we're on a different page. You didn't tell me that. So... I followed him back to the living room. That's where you are? Yes. The TV was tuned to a news channel, and the woman delivering the news seemed as rattled as the cable guy. Before I could focus on what she was saying, the cable guy interrupted me. I thought it was a joke. I really thought it was a joke. But every channel I changed to is repeating the same thing. His voice quivered. See, my voice didn't quiver. Okay, hold on. I thought it was a joke. I really thought it was a joke. But every channel I changed to is repeating the same thing. His voice quivered while going through the channels. His voice squeaked. (laughs) Oh, it squeaked. (laughs) Stop. I grabbed the remote out of his hand and turned the volume up. Our eyes stayed focused on the screen. I advise everyone to stay in their homes. The chance for survival is very limited. We only have 16 hours before it begins. The woman kept going on about what to do, but for what? I still hadn't known what was happening. The cable guy rushed to his bag and started going through it. I began to panic. What's going on? What's happening? What's starting in 16 hours? Why do we need to stay home? What is going on? Why are you introducing Newton from Hercules? (laughs) Well, it sounds like the sky's falling, so... What is going on? I shouted. Why is Newton from Hercules and Chicken Little the same in your head? It's it's not synonymous. It wasn't Newton always the one who was saying... Herc! Herc! It's Daedalus! It's Daedalus! What, you think he never talked unless it was doom and gloom? I'd That's like what I to... thought. I don't know. I never watched it. No, show, you might so. be right. I never. It just never That was the impression I got, but I, okay. as I say, I never really so, watched the show. So he was just the bad news. <laughs> bad news. Perhaps. Guy. All right. <clears throat> What's going on? My panic had turned to rage. Why wouldn't he answer my questions? Just as I turned my attention back to the television, he came up from his bag. And calmly sat on the couch. He placed a small bag on the coffee table. Asteroid, he whispered. He took out a pocket knife and began to carefully cut a cigar down the middle. I guess I'm stuck here for the next 16 hours, 
Sixteen hours, he mumbled. What do you mean? He emptied the cigar of the tobacco and opened the small bag. This asteroid, it's big. They said it could wipe out the human race. I didn't believe him. I turned my attention back to the television. This must be an elaborate joke, and the cable guy must be orchestrating this entire thing. But who would set me up? Who would think this is funny? My publisher? My editor? My air out my shorts broadcasters? There was an asteroid that wiped out the Earth three weeks ago. (laughs) Tune in. Tune in next time on Air of My Shorts for the thrilling conclusion of whether or not we all died. I had researched and written stories about asteroid impacts. I was well-versed in impact parameters. By calculating these parameters, I could predict the distribution of debris, earthquakes, atmospheric blast waves, thermal effects, and the size of the crater produced. All of these eventually provide information about the environmental consequences. She is so Scott's daughter. (laughs) I just required some basic information. The diameter and density of the asteroid, the angle of impact, and the impact site. Will it hit water? Land? (laughs) Yeah. I can hear his voice. I know. Do you think she sounds like him? I don't know. Probably. You know, just to add a higher octave. That'd be kind of cool. I had made my mind up. Is that where we are? No. If this was an elaborate joke, I would see right through it. I would know. Yeah. No, I never read that line. Okay. Sorry. I had made up my mind. This was someone's idea of a practical joke. A bad practical joke. I scanned the news channels looking for a red herring, a misstep. Someone would eventually screw up, and the joke would be over. The cable guy seated on the couch. What are you doing? I sat next to him on the couch, confident that I would soon find out who put him up to this. He was fiddling with the cigar he just split. It suddenly dawned on me that he was going to smoke weed in my house. Excuse me, but what on earth do you think you are doing? Stop it with the... (laughs) Newton, Newton. What do you think you're doing? What are you doing? It's like Newton or Mr. Bill. I can't decide which. Smoking a blunt. He lit it and took a hit and held it out to me. Want some? Are you crazy? The human race is at risk of becoming extinct and you're smoking marijuana. I said half sarcastically, in on the joke. Look. Listen. <laughs> That's the only part he edited. <laughs> yeah. you, there has so far been nothing he punched up for Air Out My Shorts purposes except look, listen. Look. Listen. If we are really going to die then I want to be relaxed or maybe asleep when it happens. Not like you. Like me? I... We may have only 16 hours left to live, and you want to spend it worrying? He interrupted. I've been set up, I told myself. How many people would immediately dive into their work bag, dig around for weed, and smoke a blunt after... Finding out the world was coming to an end. I would think that most people probably would. It would be my first reaction. Everyone's going to go to the the bar or the, the bottle on their counter or in their desk or where, whatever. Or in their right hand, in my case. Or, yes. Whoever set this up knows I can uncover this elaborate... This, Speaking about the bottle. This elaborate prank. By offering me some weed, whoever is behind this wants to cloud my judgment. Keep this going. But why? And why for 16 hours? That seems a bit aggressive. Excessive (laughs) is the word she used. I replaced it with aggressive, and I don't know why. But I'm intrigued. 
bum bum bum. Well, maybe you should just calm down and cherish these last few hours, he said as he held the blunt out again. This time I took it. 5.21 p.m. I'm a little hazy and starting to get hungry. The cable guy has been in and out of sleep for an hour now. I've been pacing back and forth like a caged animal and scanning the news channels. But so far, no inconsistency. But so far, no inconsistencies. The information has been chaotic, but consistent. On one channel, the whole crew left. A motionless set was being broadcast. It was like looking at a security camera until a lone man strolled into view and began doing a magic show in a clown suit. That's terrifying. On another. I'm horrified. And she is so Scott's daughter. (laughs) On another, the news anchor walked off the set. A cameraman replaced him and is telling his family how much he loves them. Why doesn't he just go home? The cable guy finally emerged from his drowsy stupor. The world is in panic. It's no longer safe to be on the streets. Why don't you just go home? I snapped. I have nobody to go home to. He wearily replied as he began to splice another cigar. According to the news, the asteroid is going to slam into the east coast, just south of the capital. The size, angle, and velocity of the impact will trigger a mass extinction event similar to the asteroid that wiped out the dinosaurs. The only difference is that this one is slightly larger. I thought I should get the cable guy up to speed. It's over. I know. I don't need to know the details. Don't you think this has gone on long enough? Look, you fixed my cable. Don't you want to go home? Just tell me who put you up to this. We'll all have a good laugh and get on with our lives. Enough is enough. Just tell me. Maybe I could offer him my car. Maybe he would like my TV. I wish he would just tell me already. He turned his head to catch my eye. He looked at me with disgust. He thought I was pathetic. If this was a prank, it's really starting to piss me off. I concur. 10.52 p.m. I spent some time searching for my old typewriter. I finally found it and have been writing about today for the last two hours. My book will have to wait. Some of the most... (laughs) Some some of the most channels... (laughs) (laughs) Shut up! Most of the channels have gone silent. Some are broadcasting white noise. The others are empty set. The The others an empty set. The clown is still broadcasting, and I cannot turn away. I'm pounding on the keys as I type this out. If this is a prank, it's gone on way too long. And if it's not... Well, that means I don't have much time left. I tried calling my mother, but the news reports say that the landlines and cell towers are so busy it's impossible to place a call. When I woke up this morning, I never would have imagined that I would spend over an hour hitting redial. How did the cable guy do that? I sent an email, but who knows if it was received... If this is true, if this is really happening, not only will my life end soon, but all of human existence. And if any humans do survive, I do not envy them. And here I am sharing the last hours of my life with a cable guy, a clown, and a typewriter. And the cable guy is stoned. Bum-bum-bum! I'm calling Scott now. (laughs) No? No, let's finish it. Are you sure? We've got three pages left. No, we don't. We don't? There are three pages in front of me. Less than two. My mailbag's different from your mailbag. Apparently. (laughs) We're halfway down the fourth page to me, and it goes to halfway down. So we basically got a page. 2.02 a.m. The clown just quoted someone, but I didn't catch the source. He said something like, Death is as sure for those who are born as birth is for those who have died. 
Therefore grieve not for what is inevitable. I knew my own death was inevitable. I had written stories about death of the human species, but now this reality, the end of human existence, was staring me right in the face. Inevitable, yes, but in my lifetime and today... Everything we had discovered, invented, all of science, technology, religion, art, and innovation, everything would be obliterated, gone, erased, wiped from existence in the blink of a cosmic eye. And what about Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott? AOMS with the word whore and Preston Buttons. I'll never hear them again? No, no! This is terrifying. Our story, the story of the human race, will be preserved in in the fossil record, but it will lack detail. Will it ever be read? Who will read it? What would read it? Would anyone else ever be able to ask the question, why are we here? Even if they did, that question has no answer. It never will. 5.23 a.m. Almost 15 hours later and the clown was still going. Except now he has moved outside. He took off his multicolored wig, but he's still wearing his red nose. I couldn't stop thinking that this asteroid may be real. But why hadn't there been any notice before today? Maybe if I had gotten my cable fixed sooner, I would have heard something. But why didn't anyone do anything? And what about the cable guy? I know next to nothing about him. Will his greatest achievement be fixing my cable? Will his entire life be summarized by that event? I don't even know his name, for Christ's sake. This has to be someone's idea of a joke. But for some reason, I cannot shake my gut feeling that this is really happening. Either way, the joke is on me. 7.47 a.m. The cable guy is asleep, and I am writing, a blunt in my left hand, and typing with my right. I came to the realization I had as little as 19 minutes left on Earth. I am not angry, nor sad. I do not have one last regret. I submitted my first short story, the one I wrote in high school, to wear out my shorts. And it was scheduled for their next episode. But I will never hear TWW or Preston Buttons again. Now I'm sad. The clown was still on the screen, but he was no longer performing or speaking. The world is silent. His back is facing the camera as he watches the sky. It's starting to rain fire on the screen. The clown is still. He's not moving. What is he doing? He's, he's watching. I will leave this typewriter, walk to the window, and do the same. Artifacts found in Somerset County, Pennsylvania on April 7th, 2321. Short story written shortly before asteroid MX324 impact. This is an extremely rare printed first-person narrative of the discovery and eventual destruction of the east coast of North America, located with artifacts. 36SO5630, Darcy Caldwell. 36SO5631, John Doe, unidentified. 36SO5632, a total talk nonsense wall clock. And that's the end of the story. And it's pretty good, except for Scott reading it. I thought it was phenomenal. She's clearly his daughter. Yes? How do you not see that? What, what do you mean, how do I not see You are trying to reach the voice box that has not been set up yet. Please, try your call again later. Set up your voicemail box. What do you mean you don't see that? I didn't... What do you no, mean? I mean, what do you mean? What her, do I mean? I don't see that. I agreed with you. I mean, in her phrasings and everything, she sounds like Scott. Yes, I know. That was determined I, already. Oh, I thought you said I was full of shit. Okay, I must have heard something different. <laughs> That's not unusual. <laughs> I always 
hear what I want to hear, but usually I hear good stuff. And that time I just heard bad stuff. So I thought that was spectacular. I just, I wish he'd given us her name or at least a fake name for her so we could thank her other than thank you, Scott's daughter. That just feels wrong. Uh, thank you, Scott's daughter, for not submitting your story, but leaving it out so that no. your father could steal it. Thank you, Scott's daughter, for not suing anybody <laughs> for stealing your story. I don't think he asked her. Did he ask her? I have no idea. Okay. Like, you don't have kids, I don't have kids, so I don't know how this works. Is their shit just yours by default? Is that how it works? I don't know. I think this story was awesome. I was engaged. I was never confused, which happens on every other story we've ever received. <laughs> right? Um. Hi. Yes. Don't you think she's an excellent writer? Yes. Okay, so is it so far-fetched that you would say so? Yes. Come on! Hello? Hello? Is that a Max Max? This This is Max Max. You're on the air with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Outstanding. We're calling you to talk about Zima. Yes, I just listened to that episode today. How'd that go for you? I enjoyed it thoroughly. Good. So I, I concede this story is pretty horrible. We didn't need you to concede. It was just a given. <laughs> I mean, you actually told us that when you sent it. You said, this is shit. Here it is. <laughs> Did I? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm paraphrasing, but you basically yeah. said something to that effect. This is garbage. Here it goes. Well, see, I kind of like you it. Know, I, I think that uh, the word bar <laughs> should be a little more encouraging to uh, young aspiring writers. Yes, because, you know, I'm the big downer and I'm the one who's so negative on the stories. And Buttons is always the ray of sunshine and light. You're the writer. Your criticisms mean everything to me. Buttons is also a writer. I didn't know that. I know uh, a, lo- a lot of people don't. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people don't allow him that designation. But yet, yes, Buttons is a writer. He's a filmmaker. Well, I write the films. Or at least try. You know, I would like to be a writer someday. But unfortunately... I keep sending things in to air out my shorts. Well, technically, I mean, a writer writes, right? So you've written stuff right. and you've sent it, you've had it aired. Uh, um, so, I mean, that's kind of, well, I guess it's not quite like being published, is it? It's being broadcast. <laughs> yes. Well, this one, I decided I would just take a shot. I would go with the first turn of the... Plot the, whatever you Plot plunger, thank you. And, I, and whatever I got, I would just write that. And the, the sad thing is, I actually edited it a couple of times. It just I had to go back to try to make sure I knew who, who was talking to who, because I confused myself. You confused us as well. Also, too, as well. Okay. So, di- so did you hate it? Because I think we did pretty well with you it did, under the circumstances. You did fine with it. And and Buttons got the point in the end that the zombies ate the guy's brains because they got the key from the guy who, or the zombies attacked because they got the key from the guy who they snared and ate his brain. See, I, I'm still confused. Just listen to it. <laughs> anyway, so we- I think it's possible it's the worst story you've ever read. Yeah, I don't know about that. We've definitely read worse. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> but if that's what you're aiming for, you're a good close third. <laughs> now, really, all I was trying to do was get all of the words in there that were required from the plot plunger. I hope people don't think that that's now a, 
and air out my shorts submission requirement. The plot plunger was just meant to give people inspiration who weren't sending stories. And you, you've always sent us stories and you've always, uh, you've been a loyal contributor. I mean, I'm sure we called you other things, but. <laughs> well, I, I, I really like the show and I want to hear it. So I write if I think it will help. But I think you should get other people to write so, so that it's not just me all the time. That'd be good, yeah. So yeah. What, are you, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? What's your plan? Uh, I am going to sit tight while it snows on me because here in the Catskills we're getting quite a lot. And then in the morning I'm going to pick up my sister and I'm going to whisk her off to breakfast. Maybe, I don't know, do they play movies? I want to spend the day with her. What's a movie? I don't know yet. I, I I haven't planned that far ahead. I don't know what, what to even play. And I don't know if she'll want to go. But then we're going to have a Thanksgiving dinner at lunchtime. And then we're going to go to a friend's house because they have Thanksgiving dinner at dinner time. And we'll just hang out, my sister and I, and, uh, and my friends, and maybe drink a little wine and be glad that we're all hanging out together. That sounds lovely. Are you on yeah. um, the, well, it sounds awesome having two, uh, two Thanksgiving dinners in a day, but, um, it's my was, favorite holiday. It's dedicated to eating. Are you on a, like a cell phone or, or, uh, or like a pay phone or something? Cause every now and then I, it beeps. Yeah, you're not the first person to tell me that. Um, here, Is, let me see if this makes it better. It was actually hooked up to my computer because I was charging it. Maybe that had something to do with it. Either that or it's uh, your political discussions that have the NSA on you. <laughs> I, I would love to be important enough to be hunted by the NSA. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, I'm pretty easy to find. Dude, all I know is that was the beep. Dude, all I know is we reached somebody, so that's better than nothing. (laughs) And what was that song that you played at the end of the last one? I really enjoyed that. It's something I hadn't heard in a million years. Um, There's a long story to it that I didn't even get to tell. There were no characters in your story named the names in that song, the story reminded me of it. The song is Jimmy Loves Marianne, and the reason it's so stuck in my brain is I went to grade school with two kids who were brother and sister, and the older brother was Jimmy, and the younger sister was Marianne, and we used to tease them mercilessly with that song. Oh. Cool. Uh, you know I know, because kids are I, assholes. <laughs> it's true. I think that song might have been from the same people that did Brandy, You're a Fine Girl. I love the song Brandy, You're a Fine Girl. I didn't know that was also Looking Glass. Well, if you hang on, I will. I have never heard these songs before. Where were you in the 70s, Buttons? Like, fuck. I'm not listening to that kind of stuff. What were you listening to? Um... Paul McCartney, Genesis, Emerson, <laughs> well, Lake, and Palmer. Listening. Carl Palmer is playing tonight, actually. Well, there you go. Yes, it is, by the way, uh, Looking Glass, Brand New No way. I love that yeah. song as well. Okay, anyway, I don't have a faint idea of why your story reminded me of Jimmy Loves Marianne, because <laughs> neither of those characters arrived in your story. But it was a stupid story, and we've come full circle, I think. Fair enough. <laughs> but yes, that was the, the, they were kind of a one and a half hit wonder. Brandy was a big hit, and then Jimmy Loves Marianne, I had totally forgotten about. I know, I can't speak for buttons, obviously. I was quite thrilled to have the song return to my brain. Yeah, me too. Thank you very much for that. You're welcome. So, you're going to get some more stories, do some more shows? 
we just, believe it or not, aired a story by Scott from TTN's daughter. Without her knowledge. That wouldn't be nice to, to put on somebody's story that, that doesn't want it put on and make fun of it, especially a kid. That's kind of what I was saying. That's, but yes, that's what the word appar- was saying. App- apparently, Scott and Buttons disagree on this. I don't think she knows it was entered, and I'm uncomfortable about it, but we just aired it anyway. Oh, you did? Oh, it's out there already? Well, it's not published, but it's recorded. I mean, the recording that we're on now with you is the recording that we just finished reading that story. You might want to check and see if she wants to. That's what I'm saying. But I I checked with Scott. Okay. He seemed to think it was fine, but he didn't actually say she was fine with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm perfectly fine with you guys making fun of my stuff. And that really was a spectacularly bad story, but I don't know. It, 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 his daughter's a teenage girl, right? She's That's funny. what I'm saying. See, Max, Max gets what I'm saying. Yeah, she... You, she could be uh, impressionable still, and and you know mortally wounded. It's right. Something that... And if she wants to be a writer, and we just train train wrecked. Uh, no, we did not rip her apart. We yeah, had no reason we to. Didn't. It was actually quite brilliant. Okay. Well, as long as you. I thought I thought it was very well written and very compelling. Oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I'm listening to it right now, even though I'm not, but I will be one. <laughs> You're just jealous because she's a better writer than you are. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, let's, let's see her hit the plot plunger. <laughs> well, maybe when she's old enough, she'll be allowed to click the plot plunger. I don't think she's up for alliteration right now. <laughs> yeah, you have to kind of work into that. I think I think it's a dangerous dangerous turf you're talking about here. It was super admirable for you to tackle <laughs> the Zed. Well, I'm I'm proud to be on Arrow by Church and can't wait to hear the next show. Aww. On that note, we wish you a very, very happy Thanksgiving. And you already had yours, right? Up in up in Canada? Well, technically, yeah, Buttons already had his. I'm Oh, I'm, you're technically Well, I'm in yeah. some limbo land where I don't I don't get to celebrate either of them, which is going to become an issue on my workday tomorrow morning. So Stay tuned for that. I actually, you know, for Canadian Thanksgiving, I was actually in Richmond, Virginia, so I didn't celebrate that either. <laughs> but you, so had, you, had you had the time off, is what I'm saying. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, the issue I'm addressing tomorrow is the fact that I can't not get either off. It's got to be one or the other, right? That's fair. But you don't get either. At the moment, it's just just confusing. That's all I'm saying. Mm. I wanted to tell you one other thing. I've, I've picked up two of your expressions now. Word, word. I know you keep stealing my also two as well, and I, I'm honored and pissed by it. <laughs> the other one I like now is Mrs. Sausage. I can't take credit for that. That is my friend Jack. I don't I know. Been to, you sorry? What you've you've been to Mississauga? I have been there uh, several times. Yes. Yeah, that's weird. And, <laughs> you need you need to look buttons up when you're in Mississauga. Well, I haven't been there in probably five years, but yeah, I, I was there a few times for work, just staying in hotels, and there were cranes, and they were building stuff. It was like crazy. There wasn't any any woods to go out and burn rubbish. It was all... <laughs> well, it's 
square square mileage wide, it's a fairly big place. So you have uh, yeah. It depends on what area you're in, and chances are, if you're going there for work and staying in a hotel, you're probably not going to stay anywhere near a ravine or a river. No, no. Um, just just like hotels and buildings and buildings and buildings that were being built and. And it was it was all crazy. We were there one day for Caravana, and we went downtown just to to go see downtown. And there were so many people that we just had to turn around and come back because traffic just stopped. Yes, that's a very busy day. Literally, something like a million and a half people come into town or something. Yeah, it was horrible, horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Is that is, is that another thing that you've picked up? <laughs> it is. It is. I listen to too many podcasts. It's horrible. Which one's that from? That's TTN. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. I know that. Oh, I don't listen to that oh, show. God. Everybody knows I don't listen to that show. You don't? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm totally fucking kidding. Oh, okay. I'm their biggest pain in the ass. Somebody has to be. Oh, I know. Speaking of a pain in the ass, it's about that time that I have to go pick yes. Mrs. Buttons up from work. <laughs> well, thanks for calling. Thanks for answering. And next time we'll actually uh, call you on Skype. How about that? That too is possible. That might be a better I quality. Didn't, I didn't realize we didn't. So that's my fault. The end. Yeah, you have to let me know ahead of time to turn stuff on. I have it on the computer, but yeah, it did just beep again. There's like one cell tower for within a 50 mile radius around here. So where, well, like, do you live? Are you a hillbilly or what? Yeah, we covered I, I, we covered this I, the last time we had him on the show. He's a hillbilly. I live in the hills with the billies, but I don't. I don't fit in. I, I'm, I'm neither hill nor billy. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for making your show. Thank you for listening. All right. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks. Hey, right, bye bye. Bye. Okay, so that was kind of like, um, kind of like talking to someone overseas <laughs> or a space station or something. Totally. Review us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter. Apparently, we're on there. We just didn't know it. Visit our website at www.airoutmyshorts.com. Call our audio comment line at 305-600-5832. Send us your short stories at shorts at the itspot.com. Come. Did, did I miss anything, Button? Did I mention that we got a hello from Sir Michael on Twitter? Yes. I did, okay. I'm just trying to uh, keep track of the Twitter stuff. Okay. You know, keeping up with the, the kids. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, call our audio comment line at 305-600-5832. Didn't I just say that? I said it better. As in, uh, as in call, call me on the line, <laughs> call me any day or night, call me. Are you even going to address the fact that I promised our listeners a holiday album? You, you didn't actually promise you, you made up something that you posted, but you didn't actually <laughs> promise anything. I kind of sort of promised it. Based on responses, don't you think there were enough responses to warrant it? Mm, no, what, like two? There were like thousands of responses. Mm, didn't see them. <laughs> what holiday? <laughs> what do you mean, what holiday? Easter, of course. <laughs> well, that might be kind of soon. Is Easter too soon? Probably. Hey, I've got to go. Yeah, we both have to go. Yeah, I have you to go right now, though.
I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Air out your shorts. My shorts.